Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Life Abroad podcast. I'm Michael Hochberg, your host, and I'm excited to start the second episode of our show. Happy Life Abroad is a podcast with and about expat stories told by expat spouses. The purpose of the show is to shine some light on what it means to be an expat spouse and how to adjust to a new country and their culture. What are the daily struggles in each stage of moving abroad? and also to create a community of like-minded expat spouses who inspire each other. Every two weeks, we'll invite an expat spouse to join our conversation, to listen to their stories, share with us their tips and tricks, and be inspired by how how they overcome different challenges. Because as we all know, I'm sure the expat life comes with its own struggles. Every moving abroad story is unique, and they are all very interesting success stories like ours today. Um, and also, please stay with us until the end. We'll have a surprise for you. So now joining us is Tanya. Yes. And uh, thanks yes, for us this week. Thank you so much, Michael. I'm, I'm very excited. Um, like you said, the expat life can be a struggle, so I'm happy to find a community that's similar to mine. Well, I've, I've heard some, I've heard the, uh, the highlights of your story on our last call. Yeah, exactly. Uh, tell us a little bit about your African and English roots and how you were brought up. Yeah, of course. So, um, like you said, African and English. So basically, um, my mother is from Madagascar. And my dad is English, but I was actually born in Kenya. Um, yeah, so most of my childhood, I'd say, it's actually very interesting. Um, so I grew up in a couple of countries in Africa, and I only recently came to Europe uh, for the first time. Uh, I mean, I have been on holiday, but to live here, it's my first time. And, yeah, it's been exciting to say the least (laughs) very interesting on my part um but yeah i think that's just a brief breakdown into me as a you know a person right and uh how many countries have you lived in um that's uh (laughs) i haven't actually counted but i guess i can go into a list maybe in order because it's quite a few okay um so yeah like i said i was born in kenya and then um, when I was really young, just a few years, we moved to Uganda. Basically, my father found a new job there. Um, then I spent my primary school years there. And then we moved to Botswana, which is in southern Africa. Um, again, my dad found a job there. So we spent a few years there. And then during that time, my dad was um, feeling a little bit homesick. So we went back to the UK where he's from. Um, so from the UK, it wasn't so easy. So we came back to Kenya. Um, the other countries is South Africa because I did my higher education there. Um, after that, I got my first job in Tanzania. Um, and then this is where I came into Europe. So I moved to Germany, but then I also did a one year study in Austria. Mm -hmm. Um, in between that time, I also did an internship in Thailand. Um, so yeah, I think that sums up the countries. So you've been to quite a few countries. Yes, exactly. So what would you say was the hardest aspect of moving around so much and going into different cultures and different uh, languages? Yeah. 
Yeah, true. Um, to be honest, I actually didn't find it so hard. I mean, like I said, I moved around since a young age. So maybe to me, it felt kind of like the norm. Um, so this is how life was supposed to be. And it kind of uh, gave me an interest into learning about different cultures. So I was very open at a young age uh, to learn and I was very curious. Um, so I think that's why I just kept on moving. I didn't stop there. Um, now I'm feeling a big challenge because I'm actually now. So I mainly spent most of my time in uh, developing countries and now I'm here in Europe, which is like the first world. And it's it's very different culturally, how things are done. Um, I'd say that's the biggest culture shock for me because I really only remained in developing countries. And there's just a different atmosphere and culture wise. It's just very different. So could you tell me a little bit more about. So you said that the developed countries are much different than the developing countries. Yes. Uh, yeah, sure. I can tell you uh, more. Um, yeah, basically, I, I just found I, it's, it's a little bit difficult to describe, but um, when I was living in Kenya, things are just more warm. People are more together. Uh, people think more as a unit together. Um, but since being in Germany, for example, everyone's very individualistic. So even just a, a small thing such as a smile, you won't even get sometimes, which is what I'm not used to at all. Right. Um, I'm used to strangers just walking up to me and talking and and just being very open. Um, other things also, for example, here, things are done on time. There's rules. Um, you won't see this so much in developing countries. Everything is just, you know, go with the flow. Right, right. So how would you say you were able to adapt uh to the developed countries. Yeah, you know what? I, I think I'm still uh, adapting as we speak. I've been in Germany for, it's going into five years. And yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem to get easier for me. There was a moment in where I actually was struggling mentally with it. Um, just because it's very different to what I'm used to. You know, you feel even more alone here. Because they're, like I said, you know, everyone's into their own life. They're not noticing anything around them. Um, so that was quite difficult. I'd say that was the most challenging for me. And then on top of that, um, in Germany, also the language. That's another barrier. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, so you talked a little bit about the difference between Africa and Europe. I'm curious about the food, the, the eating habits, uh, how people sit down to a dinner, you know, what, what are the differences? Yeah. Um, oh, firstly, I, I really miss that about home. I, I miss the food. Um, the food itself is, of course, very different. I, maybe I have a funny story to tell. When I first came to Germany and I went to the supermarket, um, I was with my partner and I was so surprised that there wasn't any spices except the, of course, salt and pepper. But in, in Kenya or the other places I've been, it's just like shelves filled with spices. Right. And so I was like, you know, a little bit upset. Where are the spices? There must be spices. Are you telling me there's no uh, spices here in Germany? <laughs> but of course there is if you find the right places. Um, yeah, but in terms of like uh, gatherings, uh, it's, for example, in Kenya, we actually, uh, like in some African countries, we eat from the same plate. And that kind of symbolizes the unity as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, in Germany, uh, I mean, there's not so much talking. It's like I said, I just feel like everything is very structured. I feel like even in the lifestyle, it's very structured. So dinner must start at this time. It must end at this time. Right. And, right. Yeah. Where, like I said, um, back home, things are just, you know, they go with the flow and you can spend the whole night just eating and laughing and food is in abundance. Um, you know, you, you basically go home almost rolling. That's how it is mostly in African con- uh, cultures. Mm. Yeah. So I know now you're living in Frankfurt. Yeah. Germany. So tell us a little more about your current life. Um, so I've just been living in Frankfurt for uh, a few months now. It hasn't been that long. So it's four months. Um, before that, I was living in another city called Dusseldorf. Um, and that, yeah, it's, it's very different to say the least. I mean, I came when Corona just uh, started, you know, when the measures started coming in. So I haven't really uh, got to see much of Frankfurt or feel the kind of vibe that it offers. Um, so I've pretty much just been home and um, working on my personal project. Um, other than that, I, I did really like my time in Dusseldorf. Okay. So if, yeah. you give, if you could give some good advice to somebody who's moving from a developing country to a developed country, uh, what, what advice would you give them? In order to adapt. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think the best advice is, you know, uh, be open and uh, learn the language for one and just be open to the culture completely. I feel like learning the language kind of opens up more doors because even with the language, you're able to understand the culture. Right. Um, German is my uh, first, uh, second language that I've ever learned. So it was quite challenging as well. But once I started speaking the language, it, it was a different game. Uh, Germans were now more welcoming. They were more open. They were more encouraging. Um, but before that, it was a, a very big struggle. So probably just open up to the culture more. Um, and yeah, just uh, get some information about the country before you move there. I, I think that was my biggest uh, challenge. I didn't really uh, read so much about Germany. Um, I came here actually for my partner, so I was just thinking about this, not realizing, and considering that I moved around so much, I was quite confident that I would be fine, but on the other hand, I should have just read more about the country. Right, okay. And yeah. uh, how are you now currently with the coronavirus and everything? What's happening in your life? Um, good, good, good. Um, it's actually quite conflicting, to be honest, because here things are not so bad. Um of course, the numbers are, are really high, but I feel like Germany is really containing the situation. But then again, I speak to my family back home or I speak to friends living in other countries and and there it's 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 quite the struggle. So if I compare it to that or just considering the times for me, I think things are, are quite good. Um, we're slowly getting back into life, if I can say yeah. Um, from. Yeah. From Monday, we basically have to wear uh it's mandatory to wear face masks, but um, basically we can start slowly getting back into life. Yeah. And I know you're a travel consultant, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, tell me a little bit more about your business and uh, uh, maybe what you'd like to offer our listeners out there. 
Yeah, of course. Um, so basically when I came to Germany, um, I can, it basically started off as a passion. Um, my family all live in Kenya and I was born there and I know a lot about the, the country and the culture. It's, it's very dear to my heart. Um, and I realized that when I came to Germany, not many people knew much about Kenya or in, ge- in general, not many people know about the country or other African countries and seeing as I knew, um, you know, like the back of my hand, Kenya, that's when the passion came about. And I started uh, as a hobby, actually taking, uh, you know, groups back to Kenya. And then that's how it kind of built up. Um, so now I offer uh, working with local guides back home. I offer uh, tours, excursions, safaris, um, and also just advice, because I think Africa can be quite intimidating. Not many people are so open to traveling there. Um, but it's actually so beautiful and their people, it's, it's very hard to describe. You just have to go there. Mm. Um, so yeah, basically offering tours, excursions, safaris, and, uh, also some advice. And, uh, how can people get in touch with you? Um, so they can visit the website. Um, it's swahilisecrets.com. Um, I'm also quite active, uh, on the social media pages. Um, so that's the easiest way to go about it. Of course, now, because we're going through Corona, it's, you know, of course, not the best time to travel. Um, so what I am trying to do to be able to support uh, the guides that I'm working with, I'm selling African uh, accessories online. And then part of the profit then goes to them to help them survive. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tanya for a very nice interview and thanks for all of you for joining us this week on happy life abroad podcast. Uh, we've also created a dedicated Facebook group with the same name, happy life abroad for expat partner and spouses, a safe space where anyone can share their experience and get some support and inspiration from other members. Find us on Facebook and join our community. Also, you can visit our website at highmountainproducts.com where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify so you'll never miss a show. If you would like a complimentary coaching session, scroll down on the website and book a time, and I'd be happy to offer you a complimentary coaching session. And for podcast listeners, I'm offering a 30% discount on uh, cross-cultural coaching. So until next time, stay safe and stay at home.